0: Well, welcome to the Tim Berry podcast. I'm so stoked to have you on it. And are you? He, are you Tim Berry? I am Tim Berry, nice. the Tim Berry of the Tim Berry podcast, and it is a pleasure to have Craig Torres, the owner and operator of the Hop Cities Barley Garden, his restaurant, and his newest venture is called Boxcar that just opened up. On what side of town is that on? Now
1: that is in the uh, really the original bedroom neighborhood of Atlanta, the okay. West End. Okay, uh, where uh, we're specifically where Lee and White Streets meet. Yes, uh, over by the West End MARTA station.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. So um, you've had your eye on that for a little while, right? You've been plan on this guy for a little while.
1: We have. It's about a year and a half in development, maybe another year beyond that. We're just sort of, wow, I'd love to open something on that side of town. Yeah. Uh, the the Beltline on the west side of Atlanta runs right through that neighborhood. Uh, it's really underutilized at the moment, but uh, we watched what happened uh, in Inman Park on the east side Beltline, and I am 100% confident that, is, that side of town is just poised for regrowth to and redevelopment. To
0: explode, right? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and Atlanta in general, I mean, you can't drive around no. the, down there now without construction everywhere. John Whelan apparently owns
1: Atlanta everywhere. I, I would go. think so at this point, yes. <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. There's a contractor truck parked in front of every other house, every house. Uh, that you see um, older infrastructure, sort of those concrete buildings getting torn down and, and replaced with something newer and more exciting. Cool. Um, so it's an exciting
0: time for restaurant owners, I feel like, in Atlanta, and but um, probably also very competitive Market right now, uh, you know, I see a lot of really, really good restaurants in Atlanta. I'm like whew, stiff competition now, you know.
1: It's a funny business, uh, as you know, Tim. I'm sort of an accidental restaurant guy. Yeah, I want to talk about
0: that a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm not a chef. I I don't. You don't want me cooking your food. <laughs> um, I'm a beer fanatic, yes. and, and really, all of my everything we've done has been based on my love of beer. Awesome. Um, yeah,
0: let's talk about that a little bit. So you do come from. Like you just said, the past where you started with in the beer game. So, talk a little bit about that and how you transitioned into the restaurant world from the beer world, because you know it's probably
1: quite the leap. It is a little bit for sure. Mm. Uh, so, I, I I've been a beer fanatic. I'm I'm 51 years old. Yeah. Uh, we opened Hop City exactly 10 years ago this month. Okay. Um. And so here I am, a 41 year old. Beer fanatic. Uh, I'd been journaling my beers long before there was an internet. Um, I was really true beer fanatic. Yeah, yeah like yeah. old school. Yeah. Uh, when I was eighteen, I was in. I joined the Coast Guard. Okay. And uh, I got to travel outside of this country, and it made me realize. Oh my God! There's really great beer out there that yeah. you know we just didn't know about in New Jersey. Did you, do any you know,
0: Germany or a, where, what? Was the influences in the world?
1: I would say the the aha moment was a visit to England. Okay, and sitting down in a pub for the first time, and you know that first ESB you put in front of you, you're like, oh my God! Why does this taste so good? Yes. Yes. And, and yeah. it, it's great that there's all this uh, bar full of people enjoying. The only thing, there's no TVs. Yeah. Uh, it's all about conversation yes. and the love of
0: beer. I do love that. It creates kind of a conversation piece to talk about, and let's talk to each other as opposed to just sitting around zoning out, you know?
1: Agreed. Uh, but that British pub experience was pivotal in, you know, sort of my early development of, of beer appreciation. And
0: realizing uh, there's a lot of options yeah. out there, you know, not yeah. just American stuff. Uh,
1: and, but I, I would say that my favorite beer from that sort of uh, era okay. was that very first Chimay I had. And um, you know, again you you you're like, ah, Belgium, I guess I'll drink a beer. Uh yes, this is amazing. Now I know why they brag. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, so from the age of really eighteen and up I I just decided that beer was this is my passion in life.
0: Yes. So, so then you so you come back to the States and when do you decide, all right, I'm getting into this money-wise.
1: I, I never, I mean, who, what 18-year-old thinks they're going to make a living off of beer? No I one. Mean,
0: yeah. Um, I'm going to drink it all. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it was, a, It was. you made a living to, to drink, not right. so much the other way around. I remember those days. Yes. Uh, so, no, I never really expected that to be a living. Um, so, I was fortunate to do a bunch of other uh, cool jobs in my life. Um, I was, I, I actually founded, you don't know this about me, but I founded a, a collision repair company I didn't uh, know that yeah
0: back in the early You're 90s such a surprising guy man He uh, got a lot of past I I do some <laughs> of it's
1: great some of it I don't like to talk about but leave uh, those parts out <laughs> good we're gonna highly censored we're That's gonna right. redact this conversation uh we will do editing yes serious <laughs> editing <laughs> nice love it um but uh yeah I owned a, a collision works autobody experts okay. I founded that back in uh, 1993 maybe okay yeah so this um,
0: is before you ever even ventured into the beer world. Yeah, and okay.
1: I just assumed I'd be like everybody else and make a living doing other things. Um, but uh, I eventually sold that business and uh, ran other people's body shops for a while, and I was a little lost in terms of what was I ever going to own a business again. Huh. Um, and I I developed this sort of off the like, you know you, sometimes you think about in your free time what would I like to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. I built this business plan for a beer store, and uh, a
0: long term plan.
1: Yeah, and it actually. It suddenly seemed viable uh, because you look around, back in the, uh, 2009 when we opened, there were no craft beer stores. There were package stores and then there were grocery stores. Um, grocery stores didn't have a lot of selection back then.
0: Interesting. Uh, and,
1: yeah, This
0: is before it blew up and there was every craft right. beer in
1: the world and peach uh, flavored this and that. And... Exactly. Although there were peach flavored things. Okay. <laughs> Let's so make they, sure we're clear about that. right. Uh, but uh, yeah, look, there was a, a store up in Asheville called okay. Brews and Ales. And they were relatively new, and I'm like, that's that's what I want—a uh, a store devoted to the love of craft beer. So, so Hop City was born. Okay. So it was going to be beer and wine, and then home brewing. And because um, I was a home brewer, I am a home brewer, although I don't have time as much as I used to. Um, it was a store devoted to those three things. Uh, and we were just very lucky that we, like you said, right place, right time. At at the time, Georgia was maybe at a five or six percent craft beer saturation. So essentially, you know. 95 out of 100 people didn't drink craft beer right so everyone's
0: still on bud light at this point right yeah it
1: was a niche store yeah. it was for people who were passionate about the same things i was passionate about okay and huh. so
0: then you saw the interest kind of start to really explode on craft beer in general and
1: absolutely so, yeah yeah and Grattly we were uh, we were the first place we our attorney uh with our help helped helped get us able to pour growlers in this state, okay. uh, growlers weren't allowed, so oh, we were the fir- first place in Atlanta to do growlers, and that kind of helped us blow up a little bit, of course now nobody wants a growler, but that's that doesn't matter, uh, <laughs> um, so we, we did comb, that, they come, they go, good ideas, it, you it, know. exactly, yeah. uh, not every great idea is a permanent great idea, um, but that allowed us enough revenue to open a second location, which was in Birmingham, Alabama, Okay. Um, and that's just a funny story. So we opened in Birmingham with the and growlers just being really hot, we built this huge growler bar, and the intention was purely to create a counter to order you know jugs of craft beer right so uh, I had a bunch of jugs behind the bar and you know we, opening day and first guest walks in and he sits down at the bar and he orders a beer You're oh, like, we didn't we get only
0: have, do Growlers. we didn't have glasses <laughs>
1: like we were like uh. I didn't see that coming. So just drink this growler slowly <laughs> through the day. Well, you know, we're good beer people. We had glasses. We just didn't, we didn't have them prepped for service. Yes. Um, Cause you know, I had to drink a beer later. So that's right. I had to have a glass. Daddy needs his cough yeah. syrup. Yeah. So we washed our glass, got it, got it behind the bar, served him a beer. And literally that's how I got into the bar business.
0: Very cool. Um, so you expand it, and how many Hop Cities? I, I know there's one in Krog now. I know there's there's the one in Birmingham. Is there three or
1: four of these now?
0: There are four. four of them.
1: Hop City branded locations. Okay. Uh, and then there's five locations total. You're sitting in the, the fifth one, the Barley Garden. Very cool. Uh, we don't have which a Hop we are City sitting
0: or. on the patio yes. of Barley Garden Changed right now, enjoying a crisp, delicious beer. Um, and so if you hear any outside auditory truck noise and things like that, we are in the great outdoors. Enjoying maybe the most beautiful day of the year right now, right? Oh, seventy-two uh, and sunny. Oh yeah. uh, it's perfect. So, um, so after Hop City is open, and now you've got, like you said, your established revenue. You decide at one po-
1: what point I want to open a restaurant. Never. Never. I never decided that. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we had we had opened Krog Market, and okay. that's a lot of people recognize hop city for their adventures down on the east side belt line oh yeah krog market because it's
0: hopping down there man is it busy yeah Uh,
1: and we love it and we're grateful yes Uh, every guest that walks through that door we we thank them for coming in because we're really grateful for that Um, but that uh that made me think about other so where else if you look at atlanta as sort of a circle where on the circle did we not have a presence and and on the north side I mean, that was an obvious choice. A lot of folks live up here. A lot of passionate people live up here. Um, not a lot of places up here to drink great beer. That's right. Uh, you live up this way. You, That's right. You can attest to that. Yeah,
0: not a, not a lot of great bars and stuff around here. So yeah. you've got to find a spot. Exactly. I found mine
1: luckily Yay. yeah uh, <laughs> um, so we, uh, we we came up here and uh, I had a couple friends open restaurants in the first phase of Avalon okay and we're really very enthusiastic about the neighborhood and, and the development I call that my side of the neighborhood yes yeah, the, the, the OG side That's as right. what I might say yeah, yeah yeah so not to say that Tim lives here because we don't say that yeah we don't talk about that yeah <laughs> uh, we'll edit that out later. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I came up here for phase two and really recognized the potential. A lot of um, potential, right? And and again, I like funny stories, so I sit down with my city councilman, and I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna open a hop city right here, and and we're gonna have beer by the glass. And he's like, you know, we don't allow bars in Alpharetta. And I'm like, I'm sorry, say that one more time. And so true story it's illegal to open open a bar in the city of Alpharetta what yes everything every place you can get a beer here has to be a restaurant by definition ah Um, so I you have to serve food and here comes the linchpin yes okay so I sort of been thrust accidentally into the restaurant business much like the bar business I got you and, But we weren't going to do it halfway. We That's didn't right. want to be just like a, a bar that had like, you know, meatballs or, you know. I hear you. you know, here's a slice of pizza, get out. Right. Um, we wanted to do it the right way. So I, I, I brought in a good friend of mine, Kevin Oots, uh, from Spotted Trotter. Um, literally, whole hog, you know, tail to snout butchery, creates his own sausages and, and meats. And we based our menu around locally sourced proteins and handheld foods. Wonderful. Um, and it, it's worked out really well. High uh, quality. It is. It's yes. not, uh, we're not, yes, it's pub food in terms of the style of things you get hamburgers and, and bratwurst and things like that but it's all really well made. I can tell you, I can practically name the pig that came from. Don't tell my wife, she's a vegetarian. Um, but yeah, it's. You know where, where it's coming from, that it's quality,
0: and you've got your eyes on these mm-hmm. ingredients, making sure that they're the best.
1: Exactly. Yeah. One of the things we lose track of in this society is where we are now. Of, you know, we, we eat out more than we've ever eaten out before, but people don't realize where the food comes from. Mm-hmm. Like when you sit down at a, at a fast food restaurant, where, what are you eating? Really? Exactly. Oh yeah. Um, I don't love that. Yeah. You um, should,
0: you should, you should want to know what you're putting in your body. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: so we're, I, I, and again, we don't sit down and preach this, right. but to me, it's important that I, I, I look at the heads of lettuce when they come in there. They're, I know the farm they came from. I know where the uh, at least the farm the cows came from that go into the burgers, um, it's it's food chain controlled.
0: Man, I'm so glad to know when I'm down there crushing one of those sandwiches that you've actually... <laughs>
1: yeah, we put a little bit of thought into it. It's not uh, <laughs> not just cooked up on the grill and I off, love that. off the Cisco truck or anything. I love that. All right, well, cool. So, you know,
0: this is kind of bringing us up to speed as to where you are. And now I just want to touch on your newest venture
1: for a second, which is Boxcar. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't know this, Tim, I love stories. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So got a story about this, too. Okay. Uh, So Matty Hutchins, who's our our head chef, uh, he actually helped open this barley garden location. Okay. He was a uh, kind of a celebrity chef up in New York State. Uh, His restaurant had just closed. Uh, He was a little burned out. Um, He came down to be a bartender for us. Uh, he was just looking for a change of pace right um and within two weeks of being a bartender he's like oh no 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 uh, i this won't stand i can't no i got to go help back there uh-huh. they, the kitchen needs my help uh-huh. and he started out just helping and then before you know it he was running the kitchen yeah. and i made him a deal that like two years ago i'm like i will we will find you a restaurant a kitchen that is worthy of your talent you're gonna have to be patient with me but from that point we knew we would open something that is not a barley garden that maybe had a little bit of a more elevated menu still not fancy i'm not a fancy guy you know i'm just a i just well, want to eat good food and, and drink found, good beer kind of guy there's
0: a lot of fancy restaurants you can go to a lot of people are look not they're looking for high quality not necessarily fancy all the time
1: I. I that's as a i mean you, you you're married you you have a kid yep um you're not always you can't always go out on date night all the That's time right. you just want good food yeah uh, so we opened boxcar um boxcar is in an old warehouse over right on the, the like i said the east side belt line and um it's a spectacular menu um again all locally sourced foods all handmade everything's made in-house Beautiful. Uh, or if in the case of like our bread and what have you it's made by um you know somebody we know it's a local local bakery it's not a factory in New Jersey. No offense to New Jersey. Yep. It's, uh, I hear you though. Yeah, it's a local it's bakery. Fresh. It's You get it every day. Yeah. That's just what we're all about. That's and awesome, man. Naturally, the beer menu is spectacular. Yes. Um, it's you know, here gotta have a strong beer yeah. game, Craig. That's my that's my <laughs> shtick. Uh, I I'm a remain to this day a beer fanatic, and so uh, at the moment I'm hand handpicking all the beers that go on draft up at the B- boxcar. So seventy six constantly rotating taps of something really awesome and delicious. Yum! You liking that beer? I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm, cheers. Yeah, cheers to you. Well, I'm I'm definitely
0: planning on taking the wife down there to Boxcar pretty soon, and um, I'd love to try it out, try some of those beers, and, and have a good time there. And so that kind of brings me with the beer concept going uh, to, let's talk a little bit about our joint venture that we yeah. that we em- embarked on last year with the gold beer. And um, so we were lucky enough to, I was lucky enough to meet Craig down here at Barley Garden. And we, we, sh- uh, we hit it off really quickly and we started talking about some different options. And um, one thing that I have a real passion for is um, and with this show and different people that we're collaborating with is a, is a heart for the community around us and and so many of these great chefs and restaurant owners and creative people that I get to meet they you know once they get established in their careers they want to start turning outward and looking at their community and what Kind of impact and positive impact can we have on our community and on this city that's been so good to us and given us you know so much opportunity so um, we were lucky enough to partner up with sweetwater um, who's a great friend of yours we got to meet go down there with nick the head the head brewer down there and craft our own custom beer for manchester orchestra called the gold based off our our song on black model the surface um, and it was just a, a fantastic event all the way around to get to go to Sweetwater, see their entire, you know, enterprise down there. They're, I mean, it's just a crazy thing to see their operation and how big it, it is and where it came from. Maybe we could sit down with Nick at some point. I'd love to talk with him, but oh, I think um, he'd love to do that, too. Yeah, but it was so cool to get brew up our custom batch of the gold taste it for the first time, be like, wow, this is our beer. And then we were able to bring it here to Barley Garden, have it on a on a tap down here and put on an event where people could come and drink the beer with us and know that the proceeds and the drinking was all going to go to the Giving Kitchen uh, charity that we're both connected to and very passionate about um, and it was so cool to be able to write to be able to raise that money do you know what, where, where do we come in on on that
1: we uh we came in just shy of uh, four four thousand yeah. dollars that we raised just all and we did night. was have a, a a day I mean after we. We donated past that night. Yes, um, the entire batch of beer that we brewed, we just gave it all away. That's amazing, um, man! And, Thank uh, you so much for being a w- part of that. W- oh, come on now. That was it was an easy decision. Um, I think why Tim and I are friends is we're both kind of a ten year old inside. Yeah, like we we both have this. Little we're sort still of, young inside. We are um, this <laughs> sort of childlike enthusiasm for things um, and. When I saw Tim run around that brewery like he was 10 years old and <laughs> stir the wort in and add the hops, I knew we were onto something. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it, uh, was, it was just a fantastic event and we were able to to actually
0: raise money to go t- towards yeah. something really cool. So it was just awesome and I hope maybe in the future we could do yeah. something like that again if you're interested.
1: We would love to do that. It's uh again, we giving money to a charity that's important to us uh so the giving kitchen for those who don't know and hey nice giving kitchen hat by the yeah. way oh yeah love it wrapping them he's lidden today uh they give money to those in the restaurant community that don't have health insurance so the vast majority of servers and 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 heart of house team members they don't they don't get insurance like like the public do right um so if you you know injure yourself or get in a car accident or can't work you're out of luck you are you're so, you're up you're yeah. up the creek, you so, know. Yeah. So it
0: is nice to be able to know that some these people can take a claim out and mm-hmm. have their, you know, their expenses covered, and and not be ruined in their future because we all know medical bills can 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 stack up on you. So exactly. It was but- fantastic, and I'm I'm so thankful that we were able to do that, and I think we should continue to find charities and causes mm-hmm. that we can plug into and do something like this with the beer again. It would be such a fun and and. Really, really fun way actually to, to raise money for charity. So we can talk about that. We just have to find another song to inspire That's us. That's right. That's what. That's right. The gold is kind of easy. So, um, I had, I wanted to to just quickly as we're wrapping up, I wanted to talk just a couple more things, and one of them is is just talking a little bit about what it takes these days. I think a lot of kids. I've talked with different people about this concept. They have this idea. I mean, I'm sure it's fun to own this restaurant, to have a nice balcony up here that we can sit on and, and you know, and a quality restaurant and multiple ventures and all these things. But let's talk about the real work ethic that's involved and break it down for people that might be listening about just a little bit. You know, you don't have to go in super detail, but I like I like people to to get a clear view of what we're actually talking about here when you're looking at, owning an enterprise like this
1: that's fair i mean yeah. i i work seven days a week uh on a on a light week i might work 80 hours um we when we opened hop city for the first time i i had zero there, all every money every every penny we had went into that restaurant so you yes. have to be prepared to sacrifice so no vacations no new clothes no like no mike i was talking to my daughter this is sort of a brings it all home. Talking to my daughter at dinner last night, and she's like, oh, I remember when we couldn't go out to eat. My mom used to say it was for health reasons. No, it was because we could have barely afford groceries, much less dining out or vacations or anything like that. But you, if you're prepared, if you have a business plan and you, you, it's, it's all about proper planning and the willingness to put the effort in um, and understanding there are no instant answers or gratification or, you know, yes, occasionally there's overnight success, but the vast, you know this as a a guy in a band, a successful band, it didn't start out, day one wasn't successful. That's right. Um, I I like
0: to point this out. (laughs) You know, kids, they see us on the stage, they see you in the restaurant, they see you owning things and they go, I wanna own stuff, I wanna play the shows, but there is a 10 year, 20 year, whatever it is, Journey. It's a journey to get mm-hmm. where you're going. You can't just skip the line and get right there. And you no. uh, and, and all the experience that you've you've learned from mm-hmm. running these different ventures, it all folds into
1: this. Right. Correct. Um, and and again, I think the having the passion for what you do is what keeps you um able to sustain that like i wouldn't if i hated my job i couldn't put 80 hours a week and seven days into that yeah but i love it and i get up and and whatever money we make out of this we literally put back into the bank for the next one the next one um and so maybe one day like people always like oh man you must be making bank well i live great because i hang out at restaurants and bars and you know, you drink beer for a living and all that's fantastic, but it's not really about that. It's, right. It's about the, the longevity of it. all. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That's fantastic, man. So in kind of closing, I wanted to make I wanted to make sure, you know, do you have are you going to how far are you going to go with this stuff? Are you going to keep opening <laughs> restaurants? Are you going to keep opening you know, Hop City? I mean, how far are you going to stretch yourself before you snap?
1: That's a great... My wife asks me that all the time. (laughs) Um, I can tell you this. So we have five locations today. Okay. We have a six-location opening in November down at uh, Pinewood Forest, which is in Fayetteville. Um, You guys have watched a Marvel movie, maybe. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Someday along the way. Well, the Pinewood Studios down in Fayetteville, they make the majority of those movies. Okay. Um, and it's 2,000 people working every day to produce some quality cinema. Uh, right across the street from that is a brand new development, kind of a little like Avalon-esque, um, more single-family home focused. but. I would describe it as sort of the South Side Avalon. Okay. And we've committed to a project there. It's going to be Hop City and Barley Garden in one building. Oh, wow. Um, Beer
0: and, and food all together.
1: Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, that this one, we had a very limited footprint we could be in there. They've been gracious about giving us a space we, we could ask for. So, man. So,
0: yeah. That's fantastic, so man.
1: Six is coming. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see the, you uh, growing. <laughs> I haven't committed um, to anything beyond that. I've noticed I, the hair is getting a little grayer hair who has hair <laughs> you have hair but I, I don't have any I can't afford any of that
0: Well man it's so awesome to get to sit here and talk with you about this stuff I can't wait to try some of these these restaurants I haven't been to, to um, barley garden is always awesome I love coming down here let's um, let's plug let's plug your stuff real quick at oh. the end of the podcast you should shout out your different locations and their in their uh, their handles
1: sure uh, well, we make it easy so it's it's um, hopcitybeer.com for everything. All of our retail locations. There's four of those. The OG over in um, West Midtown, 1000 Marietta Street. Number two in Birmingham, Alabama. If you happen to be going west, um, and that's uh, right at Pepper Place in Birmingham. If you go there, uh, third one you talked about at Crog Street Market, mm-hmm. and uh, the fourth one is that West End location where Boxcar is. We have a new, okay. new hop city there. Uh, Barley Garden. You're sitting in that here up in Avalon. Um, go to the Avalon, hang out, do some shopping, uh, stay at the hotel across the street. But more importantly, drink a beer Come with Barley me Guard, I mean, and Tim. Tim, yeah. Tim, we have a seat dedicated to Tim here, so uh, you may You'll find him at the end here. of the bar. He's our norm. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Boxcar, the new restaurant over in West End.
0: Absolutely. Well, fantastic, man. It's been such a
1: pleasure to have you on the show today, and I can't wait to do some more stuff in the future. This is talking to you, Tim. Is it's? I <laughs> it's would easy. It is. I <laughs> I would do it if I wasn't on the radio yeah, or a podcast. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Hey, we want to thank you
0: again for checking out the Tim very podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode if you did make sure to subscribe rate us review us love us check us out and keep
1: listening to the episodes thanks